Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery and I am here. I am back. I am wanting to say happy birthday to all of my Cancerians. You guys know I love you so very much. This is definitely our season. I do have a lot of updates, a lot of things I want to share with you guys, more specifically regarding Cancerian season, the things Uh, how it's unfolded in my personal life, reflecting on the last year of my life, entering into chapter 38. I also would like to let you guys know I do have an episode that is coming for all of my astro geeks. Uh, Those of us who love astrology talk, those of us who are wondering what's going on with the astrology, the transits, the elements, etc. And so on. I do have an episode coming for that. But this particular episode will be a mixture of things, things that will be uh, giving you guys a bit of an oversight of what Cancerian season signifies in all of our lives, how it's impacted me personally coming up on my personal season, my personal master 11 number year and also what you may be seeing unfolding in your own personal lives because Cancerian as the archetype is very powerful when it comes to the dynamics of the foundational building in your home your home life internal your home life in the physical your home in general relationships children uh, finances, things that matter the most on a fundamental level how you secure that how you make that um very solid and stable for everyone that you are connected to. And so I'm very excited to do this episode because there have been a lot of things that have been unfolding in my own personal life that when I sat and thought about it and I'm journaling it out and I'm actually going through the process of clarity and and obtaining a lot of peace about circumstances and situations and just moving through into this new master number 11 year, um, it means it makes so much sense. And if you guys have been following, which a lot of you have from last year, which was my 10 year, it was my 10 year, 37. I had a lot of new beginnings, a lot of closure, a lot of endings, a lot of changes, a lot of shifts, a lot of transition in my life, which is that number 10, right? It's the ending and beginnings. And so here I am embarking on my master number 11, which I have been seeing 11s everywhere. I have been seeing number 11. I've been seeing time 11. I've been seeing license plates 11. I've been seeing, um, numbers that add up to 11. I have just been to the point where I would go to the store and my total would be 1111 or my total will have 111 or something. You know, it's just very significant. I went to California recently and um, this is another very significant piece of Cancerian season. I've been by the ocean literally for the last two to three weeks of this whole Cancerian season. Um, Actually, starting from the 21st of June, when cancer season began, was my first day at the ocean. And I have been at the ocean. I just got back from the ocean on the 4th of July. And so this is very significant because water, the element of water, the significance of the power of water and the ability to sit with what is occurring in your life emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and also the depth of the ocean is so significant to the depth of a person who embodies a Cancerian nature because you never know how deep it is. You don't know what's underneath the surface. You don't know what's even under all of these waves and tides of water, there's still so much beauty that's lying in the depth of that or in the midst of that. And I say that as I'm walking, I'm remembering walking on the beach um, with my partner and I'm walking. And as we're walking, 
these waves and these ocean tides are coming in, right? And as I'm walking aside the ocean, I am seeing, I'm drawn to certain seashells, right? They're seashells that are being washed to the shore. They haven't been sitting in the sand. They haven't been on the shore. The water is literally pushing them to me, like washing them up to shore as I'm walking by. And I'm noticing the most beautiful shells and I'm grabbing them and I'm trying to hold them. I had so many that I didn't have enough hand space to grab them all. But um, that is so significant to finding the beauty in the midst of the what looks very chaotic, what looks very much so uh, untamable. It's so much beauty there. And so I'm saying all of that to say that this season is definitely one, as I told you guys at the beginning of The season when I spoke about cancer season, I spoke about how healing it would be. I spoke about how significant it will be, how much you will change, how this is going to bring up things that are going to solidify relationships and partnerships and depth when it comes to your life in general. Cancer season did not come here to play with us. Cancer season is not here to just soothe you because it wants you to be happy. It's here to give you the truth. It's here to give you the honesty and give you what you deserve right in in the most unconventional formatting. And so when I think about my tenure, and I think about going into um, year 37, there's a lot of things that I'd already been dealing with and healing from and working through, right, the loss of friends, uh, changes that were happening in um, just my life in general, at that time, me and my partner were not back in a relationship. And so I was just embarking on this newness of life, loving life, enjoying life, being in my element fully. I had recovered from COVID. I was just really, really, really dealing with a lot of gratitude, just walking in gratitude and and just really in a great space. Right. And then as I'm getting into chapter 37, by August, my life began to change. I only had about a month and a half of just calmness right I started instantaneously dealing with grief losing one of my closest friends at the beginning of August and then the very next the very next day of learning about my friend's passing still trying to process the reality of that my partner shows up from deployment right and he shows up from deployment so I'm in the midst of these emotions that I really can't even I don't even know how to deal with. I don't even know what I'm feeling. I'm excited. I'm, um, I'm, I'm wounded because I'm hurting. And then I'm trying to just, it was just a lot going on. And then even in that we turn around and then I'm embarking on this new journey when it comes to my career. By the time the end of the year occurred, by the time January, 2022 occurred, I'd already been in three different industries walking away from a company that I'd been with for 17 years, a career that I've been in and set for 17 years, multiple different positions, multiple different things of that sort. But I was in a different space mentally, emotionally. COVID changed my entire existence when it came to what I desired, what I wanted, what I knew I was not going to settle for anymore. So it wasn't just changing positions. It was me being open to changing positions, but God being very, very 
dominating my life and saying and showing me that I it's not a position I want. I want out of this umbrella. I want out of this space. I want something different. So from December 3rd, um, everything was changing. Everything was changing. My financial status was changing. My um, health was changing. I had I had embarked on a new journey in a relationship. And now suddenly all these things are coming to surface that we're needing to deal with and work through and really embark on all while juggling a multitude of things. My partner being sent away for work when it comes to the military, me embarking on a new career path at the top of the year for four months later, a layoff, a massive layoff happens. And I was okay, though. I was at peace. I was I was enjoying the whole, you know, okay, well, I'm just going to do what I feel I need to do. And then literally, I'm in I met with this opportunity to join the dentistry industry, which I've never been in a dental industry in my life. I've never desired it. I've never thought about it, but it fit perfectly into my personality. And then within a month time, I'm being flown across the world to a whole nother place where I absolutely adore, which is California. I love the vibe, the energy. I love the ocean. And two of my best friends who are days apart from my birthday who have transitioned in both from California. So I was able to this year, the first year I was by myself without either of them. For the first time, I was able to be with them in a different space. It was such a healing place, such a a beautiful opportunity. I met incredible people. I met very sweet, just very good souls, right? I'm meeting these very beautiful people. I'm building these connections with these people. I'm embarking on this journey that's super, super, super incredible. And then I am met with this intense amount. As soon as I get back into my state, I met with this family issue that I have to handle, Right. I have to handle. And it was so funny because I just told one of my close friends, I told her, I said, I feel like as soon as I landed back in Texas, my my the vibe was off. I just felt I don't belong here. Like this is just something is going to happen. Something's wrong. It was I was bombarded with Roe versus Wade information. I was bombarded with chaos and drama within the by, you know, life and, and my family dynamics where it was just I went into massive where I go from relaxation, healing to now I'm in protective mode. Now I'm in fight mode. Now I'm in that mother bear cancerian crab mode. Right. And it shows you the dynamics and the positions that you have to play in so many different spaces in your life in order for you to really be in a space that you've built that you're able to live through and you're able to be at peace with. And it's determining what you want for your future and also what you're willing to do to maintain it and have it and the boundaries and the protective barriers that you have to put up to make sure that you ensure that it happens. And so here we are in Cancerian season, right? So much, so much I just said in that last 11 minutes. (laughs) Wow, so much that is happening and so much that has occurred, so many transitions, so many new beginnings, so many opportunities, but most importantly, new adventures um, that are in current uh, that are occurring in your life in ways that you never anticipated, but that are necessary for your growth and your evolution and in connection to what it is you've claimed you want it. 
So here I am entering into my master number 11 year. And here I am with this flourishing career. Um, This is my second career, right? Well, actually my third career. (laughs) I am embarking in this new space of solidifying my family unit when it comes to my commitment to my partner, when it comes to the establishing boundaries and bonds with already um, established family, when it comes to children, when it comes to the blending of families, when it comes to health, when it comes to prioritizing what you need and what you desire and what you want and what you expect. All of these things are very much so playing out in the dynamics of our lives, not just my life, but everyone's life. When we are embarking in a season like Cancerian season, there's just a lot happening. There are boundaries. You're dealing with toxicity from outside forces. You're dealing with um, having to combat a lot of insecurities, fears, inadequacies, isolation, loneliness. Um, In some cases, you're having to find ways of measurement to protect your peace, protect your finances, protect your home, protect the people that you love and care about. And that's something that people don't understand when it comes to the Cancerian archetype. People always say Cancerians are emotional or they're emotional. They're this. But this is the thing. And those type of people I am very cautious around and I don't like to really be around because that's a spirit of disillusionment. They don't understand what they even think they're discussing. It's not that Cancerians are emotional. Cancerians hold the emotional body. They feel everything. They are the mother archetype. They are that stern, protective covering of everything that's connected to them. They are the home. Okay. So when you're that type of energy, Of course, you're emotional because you care about everything that you allow under your roof, your roof being your heart, your roof being your your hand grip, your roof being your physical home, your roof being your mental space, your roof, your protective barrier, that thing that keeps you and everything connected to you safe, protected and stable. And when that is disrupted, when that is picked apart, when that is put in an environment it does not feel stable in of course it becomes emotionally imbalanced and oftentimes when that occurs it forces a cancerian to retreat because they have to regain their balance they have to gain an understanding and they have to strategically decide how to maneuver through the crevices that are being thrown their way and that they're being placed in This is something a lot of people don't understand. This is something a lot of people don't comprehend because how could you? How could you comprehend something that you don't embody? And so you're in this space where we're trying to really gain a sense of understanding of what it is that we are really dealing with, because you will find, especially during the times that we're in now, there is a lot of toxic femininity. You're clear on what you're not. You're clear on who you don't want to be around. You're also clear of the type of energy you must dispel and you must take massive um, protective measures to keep it away from you. And when I say toxic femininity, I mean that in every sense of the word. I don't care about the reasoning behind it. The truth of the matter is it is toxic and it destructive and it can cause chaos and plant seeds that 
continue to linger and grow. And you as a matriarch of the home of the matriarch of your peace as the matriarch who protects, serves and cre- creates stability must dispel all things that are seeking to destroy what you're building. This means taking measures that are required to ensure your peace. But this also means having those uncomfortable conversations, right? Discussing things that you may have thought you never would need to or being open to hearing things that you may not have expected. Being in a space where you're having to really let it all out so that it's clear where you're headed and who you're not heading where with. And if you are heading into a future with someone, then there's clear understanding and clarity that's associated with that, that provides you a space that gives you a full understanding of what is to come and the measures that you need to take as a unit, because it's not just about you as the matriarch. It is also about you and your partner and your family and everyone connected to you because everyone is connected to whatever it is that is fueling a fire that could burn your home down. Right. These are uncomfortable truths. These are things that don't feel right. These are things that cause eruptive, disruptive, explosive type of things to occur and affect the dynamics of your home. Can cost you a lot of money, can cost you a lot of time, can cost you your uh, reputation, can cost you your peace. Most of all, the most expensive thing. Your peace, your life, very expensive. And allowing someone to disturb that is not an option as a matriarch of a home. And a lot of people think Cancerians, the archetype or the energy is just so passive. Cancerians are cardinal energy. They initiate things. They're the leaders. They are strategic go-getters and so yes there is a gentle nature to that but on the other side of that gentility is a whole nother beast so you may find yourself during this season being so triggered and so um not even triggered but You've been instigated so much. You People have been antagonizing you for so long. And then suddenly this thing clicks in you. That's like, no, you know what? No more. No, no more. I'm going to handle you the way I need to handle you. And I'm going to handle this situation the way I need to handle the situation. I'm going to deal with this the way I need to handle it and deal with it because you will not ever be able to do this to me again. And I'm going to show you the part of me that I prefer you not to have known, but because you asked for it, that's the part you get. And then I'm going to go back to being my gentle self. Then I'm going to go back to being my kind self. Then I'm going to go back to thinking with empathy. But now I sympathize with nothing that was sent to destroy or harm the home and foundation that I'm building. And so that's the energy, right? It's that you ask for this. This is what you get type of thing. It's being clear on what you want, clear on what you need, clear on your boundaries, clear on the understanding that's required, clear on the patience that you may have to attain while you're working through processes, but ultimately being certain that you're not going to fold because you have no other option. And that's 
what a lot of people have been facing, fighting for what you feel is important to you, fighting and standing up for protecting what you deem as a necessity. And all of these things that are coming up and coming out in your personal lives are doing these things so that you're able to really deal with it and rip the root up so that you can finally begin this new cycle that has already began unfolding in your life. And running from it only creates more confusion, more chaos, more disruption, more issues that are so unnecessary when all you have to do is just show up and be present, show up and be attentive to what you're needing to be attentive to. That's responsibility. But making sure that you're on the same page and the right page of everybody that's connected to you. And it isn't easy. It does cause a bit of confusion. It can make you feel a bit isolated. It can make you very anxious. You can have moments of wanting to blast out, blurt out, act out, act a whole fool. It's okay. And it's understandable. But understand that once provoked, sometimes you have to respond in a way that is beyond equal to the offense, right? It's not trying to give them the energy they give you. It's giving them the energy they deserve. So cancer season has taught us a lot about so far. It's taught us a lot about what we value, who we value, what we deem of importance, what we deem as necessities, what we will not allow people to disrupt, what moves we must make to ensure privacy protection and All these things, prosperity regarding our lives, regarding the things you're connected to, the things you're trying to build, the spaces you're trying to grow in, all of that. It's important. And it's necessary. So. When I look at my Master 11 year, I think about all that preceded it, right? All of the things I had to let go of, all of the changes that have come out of it, all of the uh, unstable moments. There was so much instability in the change, right? And I don't like instability. I don't like to be in a place that's not stable when it comes to my mind, my heart, my finances. I don't like that. It's very unsettling for me, but I had to trust my instinct and trust that I was aligned and move accordingly. Otherwise, I wouldn't be where I am now, which I'm super grateful for. There's so many things that happened in between this time last year and now regarding my family, regarding, you know, people that are very close to me battling health issues. There's just a lot of loss, a lot of change, a lot of uh, disruption, but also a lot of beautiful things have come from this. The rebuilding of a very important relationship in my life, you know, creating a union that is solid from the ground up. Being honest, being truthful about your needs, your desires and wants and being able to really communicate it in a way that allows you to be heard, seen and felt freely. All of these things. 
finally being placed in an environment within a career path that I enjoy, that I finally feel I can learn so much in, that I feel excited to do those things with. It's exciting. And it makes you happy. Because it gives you peace. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, what does it mean? What do you mean a master 11 number? Like, what do you mean by that? You know, well, it's being aligned. It's the ultimate alignment. It's being able to walk in that space that you've worked so hard to arrive at and be on the receiving end of everything you deserve to magnetically be drawn to you. This is about you being able to utilize your intuition and your inner strength in a way that has produced so many incredible results based on Everything that's happened. 11 is not the only master number. You have 22, which I kept. I told you guys, I keep seeing twos. I keep seeing 11s. I keep seeing all of these things um, that are aligned with me. These are master numbers and they're master numbers because scientifically, right? They're more powerful than a single number because a single number holds a single singular energy where a master number holds two energies in one. So this is even more incredible abundance coming my way, right? This is coming after the endings, um, coming after the new beginnings, coming after cycle closures, coming after all of the things that I've had to, I am literally in a new space completely in my life. And as I'm embarking on this 11 year, I'll be moving out of my current space that I've been in for seven years. Another powerful number for me. So when I talk about change and I'm talking about shifts and I'm talking about the dynamics and I'm talking about the power of change. I'm speaking about powerful vibrations that are bringing me the heart's desires are bringing me an abundance of the seeds that I've sown prior to entering into this phase of my life. This is hopeful connections, hopeful career choices. This is abundance in health, abundance in love, abundance in birth in any way I choose. This is being able to connect to your inner in a way that everything you touch turns to gold. So while people love astrology, I love astrology. I've studied astrology since I was 15 years old and astronomy as well. And I have, it has been a very big part of my life for over 20 years, 25 years, right? But Numerology is equally important because you also learn in mathematics, both arithmetic and mathematics in the belief, right? You learn the power of numbers, knowledge, wisdom, 
You know, you learn about the things that are infinite, such as universe and God. You learn about the significance of the power of numerology and the numerical value in everything. Everything is currency. And when you learn that, you move in a way that builds you up instead of tears you tears you down. This is where I tell people to be very cautious in what it is they allow to be attached to them and what they attach themselves to because there's a sense of instantaneous karma. Like this instantaneous result that you get from a behavior or a seed that you're sowing. It's amazing. And it's incredible. It's a creation year for me. So a lot of things can be created. This is a a sense of new beginnings in a whole lot of different ways. So I have to be very careful this year when it comes to what I am dedicating my time in what I'm sowing my seeds into what I'm allowing to be planted into me. I have to be very conscious of that because it is birthing this new thing that is going to be my reality for the next foreseeable decade or so. Right. You think about the energy of 11, one and one is two, two is dual, two is relationships, all relationships. So this is a highlight even more so with us being in a six year. This is a highlight of my relationships, my connections, (laughs) my career, my money, my relationship with money, my relationship with health, my relationship with my person, my relationship with children, my relationship with my my mother, my my father who's transitioned, my brother, my grandparents, my, my sisters, you know, um, my siblings, my cousins, everybody, friends, everybody. This is about growth. This is about pushing you out of what you always have deemed to be normality for you. This is about allowing yourself to really be in the energy of your element and really mastering that at that level. This is a blessing to be in this position. A lot of people never make it to their 11 year. So it's important for you to look at where you are in your life. What year is this for you? How do you determine your year? Well, you just calculate your birth, right? Your birth date, time and year. And it go on Google. It'll show you how to break down your numerology of your own birthday. And you'll be able to just gain a bit of understanding of where you are and what's happening. What is that energy asking? Everything is energy. Everything is energy. Right. And that's exciting and scary at the same time, but it's a necessary truth. You grow. The more you learn about yourself, the more you know about yourself, the more you embrace the truth of who you are internally. You want to discover more parts of yourself. That's really beautiful. And it's exciting because ultimately it gives you a sense of freedom. No one can tell you more about you than, you know. No one, because, you know, yourself. And so this year. It's very special to me. I want to thank all of you guys for your birthday messages. I have teared up so many times just reading them that I've had to step away and then step back because they're super just beautiful messages 
that you guys have written me, emailed me, put on my social media, uh, inboxed me, text me, all of these messages that are so, so full and really deeply felt. I even had a coworker I just met when I went to California. She sent me a picture of a sunset in the Philippines and she's traveling, you know, to visit friends and the sunset was so beautiful. And the fact that she thought about me on my birthday to send me a picture of a sunset, which I love, I'm obsessed with sunsets, um, showed the significance of our relationship we're building as a friendship, as a connection, as an acquaintanceship, right? It's important. It's the small things always. So as we're navigating through, and I just wanted to do this episode for you guys to check in to let you guys know, I did receive all of your messages. Many of you have been asking, how come you can't see my post? If you hadn't been following me, but you just go to the page and just look, I've made my page private temporarily until I have resolved um, fully some things that occurred um, with a situation in my life a very toxic situation that happened in my life. So I'm handling things and I, in order to protect my peace, protect my uh, people that are connected to me, protect my just, just safety, just to keep certain energy away from me, away from my page, away from the people that are connected to me. I've just made my page private um, for the time being until I have, proof that this has been resolved, which it is in the process. I've already completed a couple of the steps. So, um, but unfortunately, social media doesn't really protect you from anything. They won't block anything that you can block pages. You can do things like that, but they don't really do anything as far as taking action. So the action had to be taken in a different way in which I did. And, and everything is working itself out, but I'm not quite ready to just open everything back up completely. You can still request me as a friend on Instagram and you can still like the Facebook page. Um, but you on my personal Facebook page, I'm already at cap. You, I won't be able to add anybody anyway. But on my Instagram, you have to request me. I'll approve it. Um, if I know, you know, whatever, who you are, whatever, um, I'll approve it. You can also send me a message. Some people can't send me a message. If you're not following me, you can't inbox me um it'll go to a box that's like where I have to approve them so you can try that way as well but if not just send me an email um and I will I'll add you that way as well okay so I wanted to give you guys an update I wanted to check in let you guys know that I do appreciate your love I do appreciate all of the um Love that you guys have shown me and I appreciate you thinking about me on my birthday. We're going on year four of this podcast and it has been truly incredible, exciting. And I am happy that we are in this beautiful, beautiful tribe together. Thank you for trusting me to be a vessel in your life. Thank you for um, allowing me to be a part of yours as well. I will be sending out a newsletter this week that will give you guys an overview of what to expect energetically and just give you guys some love through that way for those of you who really enjoy the newsletters and I will be releasing the episode for the astrology updates this week as well okay I love you guys I love you guys I love you guys thank you so very much ways to connect 
with this energy and ground yourself, I will say water. Water is so cleansing. Water is healing. Stay hydrated. Um, do all of those things. Get some sunshine. Get connected to your family. Be connected to people who make you feel loved. People that make you feel seen. Um, that's very cancerian. So you're going to be tapping into the element. It's important to play with the season you're in. Even if you're not a cancerian, you don't have to be a cancerian to enjoy and understand the season you're in. It'll help you to understand people and it'll help you to understand the different aspects of yourself. Okay. So this is your daily dose of energy, guys. I love you so very much. And so our next daily dose of energy, be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. Bye.